right. What's up, friends? How are you doing? I hope you're well. Uh, let me change my graphics up just a little bit to this guy right here. Welcome to Simply Cyber Live. I am your host, Dr. Gerald Osher. And every Thursday, we bring on industry guests who can bring value to their specific niche. And this week is absolutely no different. I am super, super excited for our guest today and the value that he and his organization can bring to all of us. Our guest is Erfan Shaquille, and he is the VP of Training and Certification at OpSWAT. Now, specifically, we're going to be talking about OpSWAT Academy today and around critical infrastructure. Let me get rid of this little overview because I want to show you guys something. If you're not really uh, paying attention to what's going on with critical infrastructure, guys, it has become a really mainstream uh, issue and topic around protecting it, okay? 1996, Bill Clinton comes out, President Clinton, and he's like, listen, critical infrastructure is a thing. They break it up into 16 different segments. And for good reason, because as everything starts to get interconnected, they can get touched from anywhere in the world by threat actors. And this includes operational technology, industrial control systems, the works. And there has been numerous instances, dams, water treatment plants, Colonial Pipeline just last year. We know about all of these and uh, industry researchers like Gartner are expecting an increase in this activity in the near future. So it is wildly important that we look at all of the critical infrastructure, not just the utility and power grid, not just the economics, but we're talking health and human services, wastewater, chemical, defense, industrial base. It's all critical. But how do we protect it? What skills are required to protect it? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about OpSWAT Academy. We're going to talk about uh, the work that Erfan and the other folks over there have set up that is freely accessible because they are motivated to educate the workforce to be able to actually be equipped to handle these pending attacks when they come. I really can't wait for you guys to meet him. He's a really great guy. Now, before we get into it, standard rules apply in case you're new here. We are going to be interviewing him for about an hour. It's going to be awesome. Chat is in the straight on the stage. You guys can see it. I can see it. Erfan can see it. If you have questions for us, put a cue in the front of it because otherwise, I don't know if you guys are talking to each other, having a good time, or if it's a question for Erfan. But if it is for him, I'll flag it, pull it off to the side, and throw it on stage and make sure that he answers it. We're going to go through a lot of stuff today. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I've actually played with the Academy myself a little bit. Some of you may have seen the badging on my LinkedIn profile that I earned. Um, all free. So, without further ado, let's go learn how to protect the critical infrastructure and have a good time doing it. Hey, what's up, Erfan? How you doing, man? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. And how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Everybody's super pumped here. Outpost Gray. Looks like a lot of people from uh, Jack Scott's Outpost Gray live stream just ended or pouring in here. So uh, much love and shout out to Jacks for raiding our live stream today. So uh, Irfan, let's get let's get right into it because we don't have a lot of time, and critical infrastructure yeah. is wildly important. Just just talking about critical infrastructure for a minute. When I think critical infrastructure, I I inevitably go right to uh, utility power, you know, ICS and skate and stuff like that. But it really does encompass a larger swath of, you know, services. Um, is there a lot of transferable skills? across different critical infrastructure and, and like i want to just dive right into it we can define critical infrastructure afterwards but um it, are the skills transferable across all of them or is it really specialized per individual space you know i would like to start with the you know background since most of the yeah, people here perfect. they belong to the cybersecurity community and even i i you know i'm coming from cybersecurity i've been doing uh, the, you know the traditional network pen testing web app mm -hmm. security and all However, I, uh, I, you know, while doing all these things, I've seen that the critical infrastructure, like, as you mentioned, the dams, the power plant, the nuclear facilities, all those mm -hmm. important segments or industries are being targeted, especially if you remember, and I think people, since we all from cybersecurity background, we must, you know, we must know that the Stuxnet malware that affected the Iran's nuclear plant. So after that, it happened, so I, you know, my interest toward this critical infrastructure, it started began. So I started investigating, I started learning into that direction. Mm -hmm. And I discovered a whole new world. 
And as you said that the critical infrastructure is not only about the energy sector, it's not only about the you know, electric grid station or nuclear plant, it's more than that. And of course, we will get into that. There are 16 segments in the United States. You know, the government has identified that these are the 16 industries that are so critical for the nation to rely on or to thrive or even to survive. Now, as far as the skill set is concerned, uh, if you understand the fundamentals, if you know the uh, core skills, then definitely you will be able to apply your uh, foundational skills to all the industries, all the segments. However, each uh, uh, you know industry or segment requires some sort of additional expertise or knowledge. But it's not like that you have to earn those skills in the college. Once you will get into the field, you mm -hmm. will learn those things. But at the end of the day, the the concepts are similar, such as you want to protect your assets. And when you know, when we talk about the critical infrastructure, we primarily focus on the industrial systems like OT security, ICS security, and a SCADA system. And if I get down into the hardware, such as the PLCs and other stuff, at the end of the day, you want to protect your information, you want to protect your OT network. So as I said, that skills, of course, skills is uh, skills are transferable if you understand OT, which means that uh, if you work in the in in a specific, you know, no matter which industry you are working in, or no matter which uh, you know manufacturing side are you working in, or you are going into the chemical, you need to deal with more or less similar sort of things, mm -hmm. the core concepts. So it's very important that you understand the core concepts, then specialized skills you will get once you get into that sector. So you had mentioned that you came from a pen testing background originally. When I think of protecting critical infrastructure, I you know I'm biased because of my my career path and everything. I immediately think, oh, defend, defend, defend. So for people who are in chat right now who maybe have gone up the the pen testing path, the more red path, I mean, is there opportunity for them as well to deliver value in the critical infrastructure space? Uh, yes. Just you know, think about the CIP or SIP or Critical Infrastructure Protection. These are, as I said, that 16 industries or sectors, mm -hmm. most important one. Now consider that when we conduct the pen testing, let's let's talk about the network pen testing. We test these uh, vulnerabilities of the network. We find out either the certain ports, uh, I mean, either the, some ports are uh, open or not, either if it is open, it is vulnerable or any vulnerable services are running. When we talk about the critical infrastructure protection, we, if we are doing the pen testing, so in the SIP industry, you also conduct the pen testing. You also do the ICS pen testing or OT pen testing to find out the vulnerabilities. But of course, in that segment, you, we will have to apply different rules. There are some protocols, uh, but we want, uh, you, you know, there's a concept called IT and OT convergence. So if we are, because Nowadays, even the OT system, OT system is connected with IT in some manner. We need to transfer, mm -hmm. the, uh, we need to transfer information. So if we look into the OT horizon, the OT, we have IIoT, which is Industrial Internet of Things, connected devices, smart devices, sensors. Mm -hmm. These devices, they send the data logs because automation is everywhere. Now to conduct, to do the pen testing, we will have to uh, use this more or less a similar approach, but we will have to adopt different uh, or deal with different protocols. Mm -hmm. In OT system, of course, there are you know different protocols. However, when we see the conversion, we also deal with the same like HTTP, HTTPS, FTP. Mm -hmm. For when we go into the OT, we'll have to deal with different uh, you know, protocols, but rule is same you need to find the vulnerability if we if we are if we are going to conduct the uh, pen testing similarly if you are working as a defender then you will have to implement the defensive policies mm -hmm. you will have to if you know let's talk about the policy side if you are uh, management or the compliance side then of course then you have to deal with the ot related policies the compliance so it's like 
it's it's like uh, we are applying the same cyber security principles but we are dealing with different technologies we are dealing mm -hmm. with different protocols and tools i love it so we got some questions kind of rolling in here that i want to just kind of filter in uh, cuz these are these are good questions and i'm going to ask them in a certain order so zilazar dito uh, Dietzel, thanks for being here. Also, shout out to Alicia, Jerry, Carrie, Bob, Bob, Justin Gold, James Driscoll. I see you guys and Nick Barker. How important is solid threat intelligence for SOC teams when when we're talking about critical infrastructure? You know, threat intelligence, as I said, all the uh, rules that applies uh, on cybersecurity applies here as well. So threat intelligence and the solid threat intelligence is very critical, very important. If you have the intel, if you know, if you know what's happening, because critical infrastructures around the world, hackers are now attacking on these industries. Mm -hmm. And these industries are so critical, so critical and so important. And, you know, just to let you know that cybersecurity skill shortage, of course, is affecting the entire industry, all the IT sector. However, especially the critical infrastructure, the SIP industry is being affected by, you know, the skill shortage. And at the moment, threat, as far as the threat intelligence is concerned, for IT, we have different sources. We have different sources of, uh, you know, different threat sources from where, we, you know, we can collect the intelligence. But for uh, SIP industry, for critical infrastructure, we do not have, you know, um, many or i must say that more organized or established sources at the moment there are few at the moment of course the industry is growing mm -hmm. companies are working people are creating the threat sources but it's not that mature however the importance is inevitable we need the threat information we need the threat intelligence it's like that if you are working if you're working in a soak uh, uh, of course if you have the threat intelligence uh upfront then you will be able to protect your infrastructure yeah, and actually, you know, to tie into this, just this morning there was a news article um, coming out from CISA, Jen Easterly directing, um, you know, basically public and private sector uh, to start for critical infrastructure specifically to put timelines around notifi notifying CISA and the FBI of uh, a, a serious or a major cybersecurity attack within 72 hours, ransomware attack within 24 hours. So, I mean, we're already seeing. Um, kind of this coalition, co co coalescence of uh, the federal government trying to interact and have these different critical infrastructure parts play essentially threat intelligent roles by, oh no, like I'm on fire. Let me tell everybody else that I'm on fire and how I caught fire to protect the rest of the critical infrastructure. Because it really does take a village, I would argue, to, to protect um, <laughs> our critical infrastructure. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, do you have a thought on that? Yeah, you know, uh, definitely it's a shared responsibilities. If one sector is, is affected by, you know, ransomware or, or, or uh, you know, any other, uh, by any other threat actor, it, it is good that if they are sharing the information so that other people can protect themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Carrie had a quick question, uh, a little bit more broader range. You know, what skills should one obtain if they want to get into cybersecurity? Uh, let, let's focus it specifically on critical infrastructure protection because that's your bag. Um, you know, any skills that jump out as like maybe more premium skills to, to obtain for employability? You know, as I said, that if you understand the uh, core cybersecurity concepts, such mm -hmm. as spent testing, compliance side, you know, red teaming and blue teaming, then you need to understand, let's talk about the uh, industrial cybersecurity, which is ICS or let's even talk about the OT security. O OT is a big umbrella and ICS comes under the OT. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get into that, you need to understand how the OT works, how OT or operation technology is different than the IT mm -hmm. or information technology. You need to understand the, let's start with the basic. If you do not understand the core elements, if you do not know uh, the, uh, you know, technologies or the protocols, then you will not be able, you will be able to, you know, play with certain tools, but you will not be able to excel in a career. You must understand the components of the OT. For example, as I said, that ICS comes under the OT umbrella. SCADA system comes under the uh, OT umbrella. So how does it work? How this, I mean, how, how do we create the network? Similar to the IT, we use switches, we use, you know, different, uh, uh, you know, routers, 
for camera we use for you know and and to create a network we used different you know network topology we use different protocols so i'm i'm you know i'm correl correlating all these things with the it since it is more common than the ot mm -hmm. at the moment so all of these things happening in the ot system as well you need to understand all these things you need to understand the different protocols the communication protocols the signaling protocols you need to understand different Mm -hmm. you know components as as i said so this is the these are the foundational skills that you must know or must understand in order to get into the uh you know industrial cybersecurity or critical infrastructure protection yeah absolutely and ot i would argue is not i mean the ot community isn't exclusive but when you're i feel like when you're transitioning from it into cyber you bring all those IT skills. You're not really messing around with PLCs and SCADA and stuff like that. So it is something that I are, I would argue you have to be deliberate about going and getting that knowledge and going and getting that education. It's not, it's not you know, you're not going to pick it up in corporate America, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And again, you know, since this education, the uh, critical infrastructure protection uh, education is not common. It's not common at all. For cybersecurity, you can see tons of content out there. You can see uh you know blog posts you will learn from youtube everywhere but for critical infrastructure protection the, you will not you know it's not easy to find the valuable content online that's why we are doing this we are you know creating valuable content we are you know guiding people how to get into the uh you know critical infrastructure cybersecurity. yeah absolutely and shout out to derek uh damien darcy who found uh you know, we're here to talk about OpSwat Academy, but apparently Irfan has some uh, content out there on ehacking.com. So, uh, it's you know. .net, by the way. Oh, okay. Academy.ehacking.net. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, one quick question, and then I want to kind of pivot back into the uh, into OpSwat Academy and actually look into it. Uh, and guys, if you want, hit exclamation point OpSwat in chat, and you'll get a link to the Academy, um, which is what we're going to be talking about in a minute. Nick Barker, my left coast friend, he, he's asking about what kind of value experience with legacy systems would give you on, you know, kind of getting an edge in the ICS space. You know, as far as the legacy, legacy system is concerned, of course, it's, it's not like that you will get an edge, but of course you'll know something. You, if you understand the legacy system, you know what's happening. Things are rapidly changing. Just, you know, just think about, uh, again, let's, you know, let me give you an example of the cybersecurity. Let's talk about when in 2002 or maybe 2000, all those you know protocols that we see now, such as HTTPS, at that time it was vulnerable. HTTP, plain text. So the critical infrastructure it uh, it is affected by more of the same thing. At the end of the day, all these technologies, all these systems, devices they have been created to facilitate the user, to, to enhance the user experience. These are not security focused devices, or at least when it was created, or these devices were created, at that time, the focus was not security. So using the legacy system, or if you understand the legacy system, if you use your skills, it's gonna help you, but it will not give you an edge. At the, nowadays, it will not give you an edge. Yeah, and I would argue uh, we haven't made that many uh, that much progress on delivering security as opposed to features, functionality, value. I mean, uh, options, UX. Right. Anytime I need someone to update their devices, I tell them about the new emoji keyboard that comes with the update. I don't tell them about the zero day that it patches. You know what I mean? <laughs> to get to get buy in from the from the end user. Yeah, experience. you know, improving the user experience. People, but now, uh, you know, I'm glad that organizations are working towards security as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's talk about OpSwat Academy a little bit, since you are the VP of training and certification over there. I'll change the screen to pull it up. But um, essentially, wh what is OpSwat Academy doing? And I know what it is. This is more for chat. Like, well, what is what is OpSwat Academy's kind of uh, you know delivery vehicle, or what 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 are they up to? Okay, let me just give you some background of OpSWOT first, and then it will be able uh, we will be able to understand what OpSWOT Academy is doing and why OpSWOT Academy is even doing that. Mm -hmm. So, 
Upsword is the parent company of Upsword Academy. Upsword is being in, uh, uh, you know, and Upsword is the world's, you know, leader in uh, critical infrastructure protection. So Upsword offers solutions, services, and technologies, mostly, you know, the technologies and this, uh, and, and you know, and the solutions to protect the critical infrastructure. Now at Upsword, we felt the need that, as I said, that the skills gap. We felt the need that though we are, you know, giving the world-class services, we still feel that people, uh, you know, the organizations, when we provide the services, the organization, they do not have the right kind of people to even implement those technologies. So education is more important now. We need people in the industry. We need people who, who can actually work to protect, who can implement all these technologies, who can implement all these policies to protect the critical infrastructure. And as I said that the cybersecurity industry itself is affected by the skill shortage. And same goes to the critical infrastructure. And it's, you know, the skills gap is affecting this SIP industry severely. We do, we do not have the people. We do not, as I said, that even we don't have the, you know, organized curriculum or courses or training, thus we do not have the people. So what Oxford Academy is doing, Oxford Academy is offering training, is offering hands-on training mm -hmm. to the people and it's free because the objective is that we need, we need you know, more people in the industry. We need people to know what is critical infrastructure protection, what are different fundamentals of the critical infrastructure protection. We, need, we want to create more professionals to go into the market to start their career. Of course, cybersecurity industry is now getting mature. We have tons of people over there and more and more are joining you know, daily. However, the SIP industry is relatively new. We are inviting people, we are educating you know, people. That's, that's why we are creating uh, you know, content, tons of content. And we are putting all these things for free so that people can join, can understand, can learn, and then eventually can get into the industry to protect the critical infrastructure. Yeah, I love it. It's it, to me, it's like it's a community service as well as uh, kind of uh, adhering to the mantra of like a, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So if we're training workforce and getting them deployed, and then they're they're securing every not everywhere, but if they're securing more, it makes the the overall phalanx, if you will, stronger across all parts, which is, you know, huge. <laughs> it's huge, uh, especially when we're talking about things like the water I drink out of my tap, right? Or the way that I heat my house, right? <laughs> right? So I, I, I want those things just fine where they are. Uh, I don't need and, any problems. And, with that. You know, and even the transportation. And don't forget yeah. the health. Health is, is, is very important. Absolutely. Like all of them really. I mean, here, let me, I'm just going to pull this up again. Like I've got this graphic guys. I pulled it up. Hold on. I'm going to go full. I'm going to go stand by Airfan. I'm going all in on this one here. Right. Like, look at what we got guys. We're, you know, he and I are kind of covering these up, but these 16 different things, like I said, a lot of them are considered like normal, but as Airfan just mentioned transportation guys when Maersk went down after not pet you it was a hot mess on fire right like cue the the dumpster fire emotes in chat if you are a squad member please right communications guys if you can't talk and Airfan before we get into OpSwat Academy I'm actually kind of curious because I had a question or a discussion with someone recently of all of these infrastructures which one do you think is the most vital or the one that if it collapsed would be the most devastating. And I'll tell you the, 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 the one that this individual told me afterwards. Well, for me, I mean, that's a very difficult question, you know, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, all of these 16 sectors, they are somehow, if you think, you know, if you think clearly then somehow they are linked together mm -hmm. and they all 16 are very important for a nation to survive. You know, at the end of the day, when a you know cybersecurity attack, when a you know threat actor attacks a private company, let's say a small medium enterprises, and then only the users, the customers, the employees, the board of directors, I, I mean the people who are connected with that company are being are you know get uh, affected. However, if if a threat actor attack uh, you know attacks on any of these facilities, then the entire nation, the governments get affected. 
So for if you, again, as uh, you know, as I said that you asked a very, very difficult question, yeah. but for me, I believe that people, people, of course, uh, for some, you know, for someone, food is very important because we need yeah. food and for somebody, you know, healthcare and water, they are very, but for me, I think energy, if you won't have the energy, if uh, energy is not accessible, However, if you think uh, from the uh, country security point of view, then of course the nuclear facilities and the defense. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the prospect, you know, or the what. I mean, since you asked the question, what's you know, what's in your mind? What I mean, what do you want to, uh, you know, you know? As I said, that if you're if you want to know that either if it is being affected, so can we rely? Can a you know a country can the pe you know people of that country can they survive thrive? Mm -hmm. Then of course, uh, uh, I mean water and energy and food. And if you talk about the military, then of course the defense, the nuclear systems. Yeah, it it really gets tricky. There's really no right answer. I was just kind of curious on on what your logic would be. Uh, I was an advocate of if the communication system went down, which is not one of the more popular ones, but if people are unable to communicate, it turns into a, a, a hot mess scenario instantly because you, you know, you're not being able to logistically coordinate anything. Uh, but the individual who came on, I, I can't remember right now, but they actually told me uh, food and agriculture was the number one, because if you can mess that up, I mean, it only takes, a few, I mean, look at our early pandemic <laughs> when like toilet paper became like a currency. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? So uh, people like there's a run on all these things. But anyways, l fun little uh, digression. And, yeah, food crises are real. Believe yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's talk about how we're going to avoid, you know, any of these critical infrastructures from getting impacted. OpSWAT Academy, right? What 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 exactly is OpSWAT Academy? I, I know you explained the value of it and where it came from. But if you were going to kind of distill down into a few sentences, what is OpSWAT Academy? Because we're about to tear the lid off this thing and dive head first into it. So uh, what, what would you kind of, how would you describe it? Well, I would like to describe OpSWAT Academy in, in one sentence. And it's going to be that OpSWAT Academy is uh, solving the SIP cybersecurity skills gap. Mm -hmm. That's it. Plain and simple. Solving the SIP cybersecurity skills gap. Now, to elaborate or to give further explanation, as I said that, skills. Oxford Academy is giving the knowledge, the education, the training accessible. It's making all these things accessible, available to the people, regardless of geographical location, demographic, no matter from where you belong, no matter where do you live. If you have the internet, just log in, just come online log in sign up for free start your learning get your you know get into the exam pass the exam get your certificate and we do have certain career and certification paths so because at the end of the day uh, critical infrastructure education is so new that we started from the very basic or beginners. So if you go to the level one, you will understand the foundational things. As as you know, as you mentioned, the you will understand that this from where this term, the SIP term, critical infrastructure protection term, comes. Bill Clinton passed a bill, so you will know all these things. Is all 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 of these things uh, things or the concepts are the part of the introductory level course. You will understand all these sectors. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's you will learn in a fun way. You will see that there are different quizzes, uh, you know, and of course, there are different ways to understand the critical infrastructure. And then once you understand the introductory level thing, you will understand, then you will go into the details. You will understand malware analysis. You understand different things like uh, email security, endpoint security, and all these you know, systems. Yeah, I, I love it. And, you know, Jay Smith just said he went and signed up for OpSwat after seeing my shiny new badge on LinkedIn. So as you complete, and I want to dig into the roadmap here in a second so people can see the breadth and depth of what OpSwat Academy offers. But as you complete, as you complete educational paths, they, there are certification opportunities, which are also free. If you complete the certification at a high enough grade level, or, you know, you pass enough questions, 
uh, you get a Credly badge, which you can proudly display on your LinkedIn, your Twitter, like wherever you want. It's all, it's all Credly, so it's all hooked in. And if you want, you can go to my LinkedIn profile right now and see exactly what it looks like. It's very, it's very nicely done. Uh, so let's take a look at, uh, and by the way, if you're interested, either do exclamation point opswat in chat right now, or look in the show description if you're on YouTube, uh, and there's a, a, a link to the opswat Academy. It'll take you right here. Okay. Use that link because then it helps show, um, that you're coming from simply cyber and they know they're like, Oh yeah, simply cyber. Good people, obviously. So check it out. This is Opswat Academy. Select a certification to explore. Now, one interesting thing, I'm going to make this full screen, um, Efron, just because I think it makes more sense for what we're doing sure. here. Now, guys, one interesting thing that's it's pretty important to point out here is that you cannot go ham up on this thing, right? You cannot go hard as a mother on this thing because they literally... Uh, like lock out things to prevent you from taking a path that doesn't make sense. You cannot jump in to advanced level skills if you haven't completed the fundamental skills um, at the beginning, right? So I, I, I kind of, at, at first I was like, oh God, Efron, you're killing me here. Like I want to be able to look at this. And then I realized like, actually this is keeping me from hurting myself. So was that a deliberate decision? And you guys could see I've completed the first one. Um, which then unlocked this one and this one down here and a couple other ones down here. Um, but these are locked. I'd have to do something to unlock these. Can you talk about the decision for that? Okay. You know, as I said that, uh, critical infrastructure education, as I said, it's not common. So if you go, go into the advanced level courses, you will be probably, you know, uh, you will not be able to understand and you will see what's happening here. Mm -hmm. So no matter from where or which background you're coming, you need to complete the first module, which is the introduction to critical infrastructure. And as I said, it's a very, uh, you know, beginner, beginner friendly or even beginner friendly and a small course. It talks mm -hmm. about the industry in general. And once you complete that, the second course is going to unlock automatically. Yep. However, the other courses, some of them, uh, you know, uh, uh, requires some prerequisite. For example, this one is unlocked because your second is unlocked. So once you complete the second one, your third will unlock and the other one will also unlock. We don't want that, you know, the people, and just to tell you that all of them are free. It's not like that it's behind a paywall or something yep. you can access, but in order to access, you need to complete the, you know, uh, prerequisite because for example, the end compliance associate want you can simply not start and compliance associate without completing the ICIP, which is the introduction to a critical infrastructure, because you will not even understand that which kind of endpoint devices we are talking about, because the endpoint devices that we talk in cybersecurity is different than the critical infrastructure, uh, you know, protection security. So, you, so it's like a prerequisite. You need to complete some module, then the other one will be unlocked automatically. So it's, it's like a, you know, path, just follow the path, follow the steps and you will get all this information. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And I mean, if, if, if you want to like, um, you know, like say you're interested in, you know, uh, Justin Gold, you asked about legacy systems earlier or, or, um, Nick Barker did, I, I might get that messed up, but they have a legacy system security path right here with three courses and a certification. So, you know, boom, achievement unlock. Now the cool thing is, <laughs> You could see uh, I've completed this right up here. You could see I was I was drawn because I have Carl's in my environment, uh, which is an inside joke. Erfan, uh, Carl is like a, a token end user who just makes all the bad decisions and clicks on all the <laughs> wrong things. Um, I went right for endpoint compliance, so you can see that I'm registered uh, there. I'm going to go ahead and click in on this. I just want to kind of show people a little bit deeper under the under the hood as we click through, if that makes sense for you. So, at, you know, I've clicked into yeah. this one. So now this is the certification. There's four courses, risk, personal devices, local security, and then enforcement. Again, like the, the word free is probably ringing off your eyeballs right now, but you click in this and then that is the course and you go through it. You take a quiz at the end. Uh, there's, there's different kind of modules. It's not just a talking head. There are interactive modules and stuff like that. And yes, Roger Marine, they are free. Go to hit exclamation point OpSWAT in chat right now in order to, to get to this OpSWAT Academy. 
one thing that you guys did do, Irfan, that uh, I found funny, uh, and uh, you know, I'll be real with everybody here. If you're, it's web-based delivery, right? If you're not on the main screen, and I mean focused on it, not just like it's open. If you're not on it, the training will not progress. It will not move forward. So like, I was like listening to the training and then, you know, an email came in. So I like go check my email and I, it like stopped talking and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I go back and like it, it, you cannot fake it. Okay. You can't fake it. You have to be engaged with the content. So well, well done on that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times (laughs) end users and people just kind of, uh, they have best of intentions and then they kind of, um, you know, get multitasking and stuff like that. So, uh, really interesting as well. Uh, do you want to say anything more about this particular one or, or the digging in before we pull up the roadmap, which I think is a fascinating, um, thing to look at. You know, one thing that I would like to explain again here, for example, uh, this, these are the four, uh, courses, of course, once you complete all four of them, you will complete one path and then you will get your certificate. So once you get into the path, you will, it's, it's like all things are set up here. You don't need to manually look into that. Once you open any path, you will get the associated certificate, uh, courses. And once you complete the course, all the courses, you will be awarded a certificate. It's automatic. You'll get the email. You will even get your credit badge on the email. And even if you click on your profile, you will see the details over there as well. Now, the other part where you mentioned that if you, uh, if you will not focus, if you will be doing some multitasking, then of course the video will automatically stop. It's, it's a deliberate act because we want people to focus, to understand, as I said, that it is something new and, uh, we want that if you are learning, then you should focus, you should understand what's happening and should not miss anything because it is important. Yeah, exactly. It does you no good to say that you have the certification if you don't understand any of the education, right? Um, that that would be bad. Uh, you're going to definitely um, run into an issue where you're in an interview and they ask you a basic question and you're like, I don't know the answer to that. And they're like, how do you not know the answer? You, t- you took all this training, right? <laughs> uh, just to call it out, Roger Marine, yeah, if you go to OpSWAT, uh, you can register. I've done this myself. I've registered. I've taken some of the courses. I've gotten one of the certifications. Zero, uh, you know, it's free 99. As Irfan mentioned earlier in the conversation, OpSWAT is really driven to get the knowledge, get the education out there and basically address ultimately the cybersecurity skills gap in the critical infrastructure space because it is specialized skill and it requires specialized training. And that's what OpSWAT's doing with this academy, which is why they're on Simply Cyber right now, sharing all this out. Um, just FYI, Erfan, you're getting some love for the actual UX of the, uh, the site. So I don't know if you were involved with that, but shout out to the UX designers out there. No, I, you know, I, I will send the love to them. Don't worry. All right. Uh, A couple uh, specific questions. Uh, Leah Zimmerman's asking how long do the pods take on average? I'm thinking either maybe one certification track or one course, maybe. Uh, just to kind of give a, a ballpark idea of, of commitment that they're looking for. Well, uh, as I said that the, in the first one, the initial one, the foundational, it has only two courses. So one, uh, your first path has only two courses, very beginner friendly, and it's going to hardly take, uh, 40 to 45 minutes under one hour. And it also depends on how quickly you understand all the fundamentals and you clear all the quizzes because you cannot uh, move forward until you, uh, give all, you know, or until you pass certain quizzes. So, and upon the path, when you will start, uh, you know, going to the advanced courses, the time duration will increase, but we have created the content in a manner that will, I mean, you will eventually love it because we, we haven't created the 20 minutes long video. It's not like that. You will have to spend. 20 to 30 minutes, just watching single video and getting bored sometimes it's like very interactive and engaging. Mm-hmm. So even if you are spending your hours, two hours, three hours, you will love that. I love it. Um, this is, yeah, it's perfect. And, uh, I think it's, it's nice because it's, um, it's consumable content, right? It's not, it's not like, you know, burning the midnight oil kind of thing. Roger Marine asked a pretty good question. Uh, whether or not this education would apply for CPEs, 
Um, absolutely. This is continuing education. This is focused education within the information security space. Um, usually CPEs are mapped to hours per time. So you'd have to track how much time you're committing. But I mean, just make a conservative estimate and you'll be good to go. Uh, a lot of people in chat have signed up or have already signed up Airfund. So it's really good. Um, one of the questions here, I noticed that you touched on the thoroughness of the training. Was there any outside influence that made a focus that made that made that a focus for you, the thoroughness of the training? Uh, outside influence, uh, uh, you know, um, I certainly, uh, I certainly say that. No, it's not like that. It's, you know, as I said that, it's more like that we want to do something. We or it's like we want to give back to the community. So. Mm -hmm. Even though, if you see that the government, the other organization, the private sector, they are also now started focusing uh, and uh, creating opportunities, training resources for the people. But it's but Oxford Academy is on its own doing all these things, and we we are doing it on you know on purpose. As I said, that to give education, to create uh, awareness as far as the you know clear infrastructure security is concerned. Absolutely. So can we can we pull up a um, I want to pull up the roadmap because I've shown you guys a couple different specifics, but this roadmap is kind of going to like melt your face. All right. So get your get your sudden block on because you're ready for a face melting. Okay. So Efron, I'm looking at the Academy roadmap, the OpSWAT Academy roadmap. What what are we looking at here? Is this this is the scope of the entire uh, Academy training curriculum? Is this is this what we're looking at, and is there a certain order that you would recommend uh, going down? Okay, so first of all, you uh, you can see on your left all of these are the associate certifications, and as I said, that all of these are industry standard industries for uh, take, and the first course, which is the critical infrastructure protection fundamental, which seems that you have taken it already. I can see the tick mark here, and uh, so. This is in order. First, you need to take you know that one, and after that, you will have to take the file security associate. And similarly, the list goes on. So mm -hmm. it's it's all you know shows a clear path that you need to understand the industry first, and then you need to understand file security. For example, if a certain file uh, is at rest, uh, you know, uh, in your computer or any other devices, you need to understand that how how it can create a security risk. How, how this particular file can affect the critical infrastructure and how you can or why you should protect it. Similarly, you will, once you go to the data transfer, which means the data is in motion, when you are transferring something, you'll understand the security risk, associated security risk, and then eventually how to protect, what sort of protocols you should understand uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you are transferring the data, there are certain tools, there are certain protocols uh, are in play. You need to understand those things. Similarly, these storage and the legacy system, as you have you know discussed already, web traffic, email security, and compliance and find compliance. Compliance is very important, even if you are working in, as I said, that either it's you know cybersecurity or either it's uh, critical infrastructure cybersecurity compliance is very important. You need your devices to be in compliant with the government rules and policies and etc. So you'll understand all these things, and then even eventually you'll go down to the network security. Now, this all of these are available at the moment. There will be more content. It's not that this is the end. We are. It's it's like an ongoing process. We are not only developing more content, we are improving our system. We are improving our website, layout, user experience, certification, all these things. And we are also creating ICS and OT focused training, such as, you know, you cannot see all these things here because it's not live, but it's the, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, in our roadmap. We are planning to create some IR related courses, threat intelligence, you know, relevant courses where you will learn how to, uh, 
use the effective threat intelligence to protect your critical infrastructure or how you can after the incident how can you use the incident responder tools or policies and techniques to find out what happened or how your critical infrastructure for example if you're working in a electric grid station and you have been affected by the ransomware then at the end of the day you you need to employ different uh you know ir strategy incident response strategy and, and after that you know the, the digital forensics as well as i said same concept but with different tools different technologies different protocols and all so we are developing all these content so the team is heavily we are very committed we have a you know we as i said that we have a commitment we need to provide the content we need to provide education to the people so we are continuously developing the content we are continuously creating the courses and we are making all these things accessible to the people i love it i i had no idea that you guys were continuing to refine and continuing to add new content that's that's fantastic um couple couple questions coming in that i think are very very germane to uh what we're talking about um damien asks you know eventually you know, you guys are you guys are obviously delivering a lot of value, right? Typically, this type of value has some type of price tag associated with it. But one of the reasons that you came on uh, was because this is incredible and it's accessible to everybody and it's free. So there are no, you know, financial barriers to anyone getting access to this content. And now you're you're revealing that it's going to be more content and it's certifications and it's awesome you know is there any plans for charges and if so you know would people be grandfathered in or you know what what how would this uh these type of users who are listening right now uh be potentially impacted you know first of all if first of all at the moment we don't have any plan but yes at the end of the day we need we have you know people they are working we'll we need we will be needing uh you know uh to cover the cost but as i said that or even i see the foreseeable feature future we don't have that plan at the moment or i cannot predict any date however if we will do that and i can certainly tell you that by that time you'll you must have consumed all that content already <laughs> or or otherwise yeah early adopter will get some uh, you know uh, options and even we will be inviting you know better tester to take some modules to understand to not only understand to give the feedback as well yeah and i mean i can't speak to your business model or anything like that but i mean i could certainly see you know government grants i mean this this is directly aligned to protecting critical infrastructure and what sys is all about and you know so don't think about you know, maybe it's not necessarily an individual cost as much as it is a public service, um, you know, program type thing. So definitely appreciate that. I want to give a shout out to Shane Simmons. Uh, Shane is, um, Shane, I might get your title wrong, but he's, he's CIO over the Department of Employment Workforce for the entire state of South Carolina. Shane and I have worked together a little bit on an internship program that he has rolled out fully. That's It's, it's awesome. It's a cybersecurity internship program. Uh, he'll be using OpSwat Academy in the internship program now too, which is fantastic. And Shane, I owe you a phone call. I, I haven't forgot. So yeah, it's so good to know. Yeah, look at this thing. It's already already getting traction. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so let me let me uh, pedal back because I got so I got so excited. Let's talk a minute about uh, career opportunities. Okay, so. We've talked about cybersecurity workforce gaps. We've talked about here's all this education, here's all this tooling, here's all this knowledge. Go, you know, you know, the individual has to take the step to go apply themselves and go get that knowledge and go learn it and consume it and be practical with that knowledge. What 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 do they do next? Or like what what are the kind of the opportunities um, within knowing that knowledge and being able to get employed and deliver value to an organization? you know if i talk about this cyber career opportunity in general let's start with in general then i'll get into the specifics so if if we, you know the industry uh, is lagging behind we as i said we do not have the people 
it comes of course it comes with responsibilities and career opportunities as well so if you are it's like a you you guys will be the you know early ones so it's it's like in you know let's say five years ago if you started deep testing then you must be working as a you know red team champ somewhere or maybe you know CISO somewhere so it's like the early adoption once you get into you will understand the uh, you know uh, or the critical infrastructure cyber security then of course you will be in a better position if you say after five years now even even if you want to get in now the career opportunity is huge the and as i said the entire cyber security uh, is facing the shortage gap and due to the incre increasing cyber attack in the critical infrastructure all the industries chemicals uh, electric, water, sewage system. E the government is hiring. So mm -hmm. I don't remember the date, but I think last month, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the government has re released or passed several bills uh, focusing on the uh, critical infrastructure education and the career opportunities. So government is investing heavily and government because Government, at the end of the day, government government facilities are the most important one that needs protection. Mm -hmm. Government is hiring, is hiring people to protect the nuclear system, is hiring people to protect the... Okay, at the end of the day, if you, if you remember that when the Russian-Ukraine war started, the uh, attack on you know Ukrainian electric grid station happened, the capital city blackout for one hour, mm -hmm. nobody wants that. At the end of the day, and even if you are a government representative, you really don't want that. You want the entire critical infrastructure to be well protected. Mm -hmm. Thus, government is spending a lot. They they want they want people to be trained so that they can employ them. At at the moment, you know, uh, the Senate passed the bill of cybersecurity, especially you know, especially the critical infrastructure cybersecurity rotation because they don't have people. And they also passed another bill, as I said, that I can't recall the date, but it's somewhere last month. But anyway, so they are in investing more in critical infrastructure education because they need people. So mm -hmm. now let's talk about what kind of opportunities. As I said, that either you are going to be in a compliance or the management side, or you are going to test the security as a cybersecurity professional or you will be going into the defensive side, creating or uh, managing the uh, you know, secured network, creating the secured OT system. And, and it's not only OT anymore. If you are coming from IT background, your IT background will help you, immensely help you because IT OT is now converging to some to a point. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we need from IT, from OT system, we need the data to be transferred via IT system to different, you know, mobile application nowadays. Even if you're working in a power plant, you are getting information on your mobile phone, it's IT. So OT is now linking with or connected with the IT. So IT and OT, if you're coming from IT background, you are going to perform very well. You just need to understand the OT system and then you're good to go. I love it. So, th so there you go, guys. I mean, there there is need Federal government, at least in the United States, is making efforts to uh, promote education and promote opportunities. And like you said, nobody wants a critical infrastructure attack. So I absolutely love it. We have a couple more questions coming in from chat that I think are very, very uh, valid. Uh, we talked about getting certified. I've got the badge on my account right now. Do they have expiration dates? Yeah, the certification you know, badges comes with an expiration and then... Uh... You need to, uh, you know, it's it's more like the you know the standards. You need to show some continuing education that you have taken certain seminars, you have been to different conferences, or you have taken maybe your online, you know, session to understand, uh, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Because Daily cyber threat day, briefing, right? Yeah. Get on the, Get on <laughs> that. I love it. So you just yeah. have to maintain the certifications. They don't necessarily expire, Navid. Uh, no, no, Abdullah, no. I answered that this. You. So I answered this question in chat, but I, I probably should have let you answer it because I, I made assumptions. Are there any prerequisites? Any any Can anyone take this? Is this available to everybody? 
you know as i said that the first course that it's the prerequisite to all the other courses and which means that the first course is is what you will understand everything about the critical infrastructure protection security however if you are coming from it security background then it will help you a lot otherwise you will have to of course do some more you know research and you know you will have to you know uh, focus more however if you are not if you do not have any it security background then that's okay we have you covered but you will have to focus more you will have to give more time but if you are coming from it background then you will uh, be or you will understand or you already you know knew uh, knew all these concepts such as sniffing so you don't need to understand what sniffing is when we use the term sniffing you know sniffing is a sniffing mm -hmm. exactly so so that's perfect it's it's like pivoting into regular it cybersecurity essentially right it, like anything you bring in with you will help uh will help you uh i do want to spend a minute on this question you've kind of spoke about this a little bit in a couple different responses uh Erfan, but i wanted to specifically answer this question is education within OpSWAT Academy helpful for a GRC career? You know, uh, the, again, you know, the answer is uh, for me, if I, if you think, uh, or if you, you know, want to know my perspective, then of course, yes. And it is mm -hmm. yes. And I'll tell you why. Because at the at the end of the day, you know, as I said that even the critical, if you see the 16th sector, you will see the IT as well, mm -hmm. communication as well. So GRC, I mean, it's implemented everywhere. It's it's like, uh, you know, uh, if, if you go into the communication segment or communication sector, then of course you are dealing with all these policies and compliance side. And again, nowadays it ot they are you know uh converging which means mm -hmm. that if you know these things then eventually it's going to helpful so if you know the ot it's going to helpful in your it career you know career as well so if you know the compliance side if you know the policy side it's going to help you at, uh, you know uh everywhere yeah and and i would argue you know like any good cyber program yes you got the technician you got the air fans with with the pen testing skills and the you know, looking at, you know, protocols and stuff like that. But there is management, there is interfacing with the business, there is especially in OT dealing with the, the field operators, the field engineers, the, the essentially the the end users that are not Carl in accounting, but actually like Kevin, um, who's like, you know, turning wrenches and, and working on cyber physical machines, who you need to engage with as part of that discussion. And that's an entire skill set that a GRC person would really uh, be best suited for executing on. And if you don't have the background uh, that, you know, OpSWAT Academy that could deliver to you or, or you know, have some industrial control system opportunity, what's going to happen is that engineer is going to look at you and say, like, you don't understand anything that I'm doing. I, why am I going to listen to you about anything? like get up out my face, right? Like, and, and that's just the reality. You're not going to get buy-in from those operators unless you understand how that OT works in some capacity. You know, it's like that you need to talk to their language and you need to understand their language. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And, and it, 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 it provides buy-in because they, otherwise they're not going to believe anything you're saying or understand what you're saying. Uh, Roddy, Roddy asks a question. Uh, I know that there's some interactive modules, at least within the content that I explored. Uh, can you talk about kind of the um, the educational modules and kind of you know the the different types of educational modules? Okay, and specifically, you know, this question is very, really interesting and really exciting as well because today, even you know, I'll tell you that today I was talking with my team and we were having the discussion that because we are currently creating labs the ot ics the industrial lab is unlike from the it lab is is you know different in nature because when we have to create that lab we means we'll, we will have to interact with various hardwares as i said that the plc the uh, hmis you know so there are other uh, monitoring systems and all these things 
So the virtual, the, you know, the virtual lab, unlike IT or cybersecurity, the critical infrastructure virtual lab is, lab is different. And if you talk that at the moment, these courses, uh, you know, these courses are fundamental courses. It gives you the information, but it will not, you will not get the, you know, the virtual lab access. However, we are doing that. We are creating a SCADA virtual setup and people will be able to access these labs and even if you scroll to my you know linkedin you will see i posted the live demonstration of the lab and uh Do you, you want me know, to go there right now if you can pull I'll, because I'll pull, I, yeah i'll pull it up right now keep keep talking about it. what what exactly is it yeah because you know it's a simulated lab environment in the uh you know uh at opsort office however we are creating similar sort of things we it's 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 we are in the transition phase uh, it's not something that you can access now, uh, but eventually, you know, later on, you will be able to access the virtual labs. Is it so something you posted you... today, Arifan, or is it on your featured? No. Is it the network analysis no, no, not using the Wireshark? Feature. Okay. No, no, see. no. If you can click on my activity, May, I yep. think I posted last week. All right. I'll see if I can't find it while you're while you're talking here. You yeah, got a lot of activity. Can, probably... No, no, I think you should click on that. You should click on that. Uh, uh, you go up and Let's click on the post rather than go up, go up, go up. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Like I see what you're saying. Yeah. You guys are seeing how the sausage is made right now. There we go. Post. Yeah. How's yeah, this? the one that I made. Yeah, go down, go down. More, 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 more. It's just oh, look at this. I, I love it. I love it. Ooh. Yeah, this one, this one, this one. Yeah, that's the video. I, I use my cell phone, so to record yeah. that. So it's like this, this, you know, lab setup in the, in the setup, you can see different devices, HMIs, PLCs, Schneider's PLC and all these things. Oh, this is fantastic, dude. Yeah. Look at this. This is legit hands-on stuff. I love it. So is the idea that this, uh, lab will be, Oh, it's got the OpsWatt branding. Very nice. Uh, is this, that this thing will be built and then will be, um, essentially remotely accessible through interfaces and stuff like that? Similar to this something, because this is an internal lab. And uh, however, see. we are creating the simulation uh, because to give access to thousands of people, of course, it cost uh, to yeah, buy buying devices, everything. giving access and all. However, we are creating the simulation at the moment. And as I said that we are creating tons of content. So it's part of the, everything. We are building labs. We will eventually give access to uh, all the people, all, all these things. So, so people will learn at the end of the day, we will have to give uh, education. So it's everything, uh, you know, all of these things, uh, part of the roadmap, we will eventually go there or get this there. Is, yeah, this is awesome. Like, you know, when you said, um, when you said that you were going to uh, provide you know, additional content, you know, I was thinking like, oh, some extra modules, you know, maybe like you fix the the verbiage on something. I didn't realize you were going to be building these like interactive SCADA labs. Um, I mean, that's taken it to a whole new level and very, very cool. It looks like chat's loving, loving the labs and loving uh, what's going on there. So uh, you got, you guys keep doing, you guys keep doing you. And, uh, you know, I think, I think the community is going to, uh, enjoy it and really get a lot of value out of it. This is, this has been cool. I'm going to drop a link in chat again, or my, the bot is going to drop a link in chat guys. This is the link, uh, that you can go to, to get, uh, this OpSWAT Academy training. Okay. It is free. We've been talking about it all day. It's free. And it's got certifications, it's got badging, it's got a million modules. It's all focused on educating you around critical infrastructure protection, securing critical infrastructure, all 16 sectors of it, giving you that knowledge, um, huge value. Really, really appreciate it, um, Erfan. Uh, you and all the work that your, your, um, your team is doing, it's awesome. So that's just like a Thanks, tongue man. bath. Yeah. That's a tongue bath I just gave you. There was no question there. That was just like awesome. Love it. So, um, Efron, it looks like we're running out of time right now. So, uh, what I wanted to do was give you an opportunity to, uh, have final thoughts, share whatever messaging you would love to do. Uh, I've dropped the link for OpSWAT Academy in chat. I've also put it in the description below. Uh, 
if on his LinkedIn, you guys saw it, he, he's on LinkedIn. He's very active on LinkedIn. So you can engage with him uh, over there as well. But enough out of me, Efron. Let me turn it over to you. Uh, the floor is yours, sir. I mean, I, I would like to start with the same thing that this SIP industry or critical you know, infrastructure production industry is growing. And of course, it's being affected by these cyber attacks. And it started happening and it's happening daily. And we need people, we need cybersecurity, critical infrastructure cybersecurity professionals like you. So get aboard to protect your nation and your people. And also you can learn all these things for free from Oxford Academy. So join now and uh, don't forget to learn because learning is the way around. Absolutely. Huge value. There's no reason, there's really no reason for you guys not to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, it's really, really great education. It's very, very practical and it's very, very in demand right now, especially given all of what's going on geopolitically speaking, um, you know, turmoil in, in Europe and, you know, Albania and Iran earlier this morning. Um, so, you know, there's a lot going on. So don't wait to get educated on this space and be able to uh, to deliver value. So, Erfan, I'm going to send you off to the green room. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us, to share OpSWAT Academy and really go deep on all the details and really what the future state is of the offering. I, I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thanks, everyone, for the amazing questions and the interactions. Absolutely. All right. Let me send you off to the green room. Guys, real quick before we um, say goodbye uh, for another awesome day of, you know, Simply Cyber Live, I do want to remind everybody, many of you are regulars in the Simply Cyber Live community, and I love all of you. Thank you so much for your support, engagement, and just being really great members of our cybersecurity community and being inclusive. Uh, but if you don't know, if you're new here, if you stumbled in or whatever, uh, every single m uh, morning, I run a live stream cyber threat briefing. It's about 45 minutes long. Lots of people, a couple hundred people are there every morning engaging with each other. We go through the top cybersecurity news stories of the day and I tell you my analysis and my perspective on how you can operationalize those uh, stories. And if you're looking to get into the industry, you're gonna get asked in an interview, how do you stay current in the industry? And this is the answer, this right here. So please join us tomorrow at 8 a.m. You can go to simplycyber.io slash streams, which is at the header banner at the top. If, you, if you're not sure what I just said, just type that in and it'll drop you right in there. Guys, you've been wonderful. Thank, thank you all for being here today. I hope you got value. Hit the like button if, if that's your jam. I don't care one way or the other. I just hope you got value. That's really what's important to me. Guys, be good and we'll see you tomorrow morning.